BYU Sports Nation. BYU football facing allegations of improper benefits and now conducting an internal investigation. We'll lay out the protocols that BYU has in place to police itself and the significance of an extent, extensive effort to self-report. Plus, the challenge of handling these issues and the current status of NCAA regulations. Former BYU football players on their specific experiences at BYU staying within the rules. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Oh, you know we're working today. BYU Sports Nation live on your radio and television, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, May 22nd, my name is Spencer Linton. I am teamed up with the spokesman for college football's Defense readiness condition, Jerem Jordan. Yeah, I guess I am. The mustache makes you official. That's right. By the way, I got the Sporting News college football preview in the mail yesterday. Already? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah it's out. Waiting for three others. Excited to dig into that. Can I borrow it after you're done? Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Wherever Mark Robert ha- says. <laughs> yes. Yes. Wherever and however you may be joining us, great to have you with us. You can join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across the nation, BYU Sports Nation, wherever, whenever. And I know you have an opinion about today's Twitter topic. We go right to it. We don't bury the lead here. Use hashtag BYUSN weigh in. Given the allegations, what DEFCON level have you reached as a fan across BYU Sports Nation? DEFCON! Let, let us explain DEFCON, the defense readiness condition. So in the movies here, DEFCON, whatever, you know. Okay, DEFCON 5, lowest state of readiness. That's like normal readiness, blue. Okay. Okay. Uh, DEFCON four. That's green. Above normal readiness. Okay. DEFCON three. Air Force ready to mobilize in fifteen minutes. Yellow. DEFCON two. Next step to nuclear war. Red. Red. DEFCON one. Ironically, white. Maximum readiness. Nuclear war is imminent. What DEFCON level are you with? Uh, given the allegations, uh, as a fan in BYU Sports Nation, use the hashtag BYUSN on Twitter. I'm I'm gonna go DefCon three. You're you're B- ready to mobilize in 15 minutes. Listen, listen. Uh, BYU's never been in this position, so I am very concerned. I am very concerned, and and we're gonna go early as well. Let's go to the stat of the day right now. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. This is the DefCon dance. <laughs> It's zero. BYU's had zero major violations in college football. In in football. BYU's the only team in the AP era to win a national championship championship that has had major violations. We're going to dig into why that is today. But so What have they been able to do? Because of that, I am I am very concerned as a BYU fan at allegations of improper benefits. I understand that this is the unknown. Okay, and, and, and a lot of people kind of wig out about the unknown. But for me, I say DEFCON 4. Wait. Just wait. Okay, I understand, I understand that too. <sighs> Just wait until it's official so we know. Like, you, you can react when we know. Right. We don't know. Right. Improper benefits is on a level, uh, such a level, that I, it makes me more concerned than if it were a minor violation. Right? Yes. But improper benefits, that's a serious thing. I've always been of the stance to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. Oh, I'm in that same 
for you, situation. that's DEFCON 3. I'm and for the, me, that's I'm DEFCON 4. I'm in that same situation. 4. I'm just more concerned Let's because of wait. what kind of allegations there are. DEFCON wait, 1, wait by the way. Wait on Twitter. Hashtag BYUSN. Nuclear warfare in college football is, is the imminent. death penalty. That, yeah. It's the death penalty. That, yeah. that is SMU pony excess in the 1980s when you're just giving guys Thunderbirds and oh, You meant express, but there cars. was excess. You were right, yeah. <laughs> So okay, maybe the, maybe four is more accurate for me. Defcon four, like above normal readiness. But yeah, there's uh, maybe three and a half. There's three point five. There's concern there for me. Okay. So yeah, Defcon one is the death penalty. Are you ready to give BYU football the death penalty and <laughs> no. axe, axe the program from no. athletics? Come on, come on. Listen to BYU Sports Nation noon Eastern on BYU Radio Sirius XM channel one forty three. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUtv.org. Rise and shout! It's time for what's trending. What's trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one. Allegations. That is the buzzword. Hashtag Twitter meltdown over the last 24 hours. There are allegations of improper benefits within the BYU football program. Here's the deal. BYU Associate Athletic Director Duff Tittle made this official statement yesterday, and I quote, BYU is aware of the allegations and has been conducting a thorough review of the matter. BYU End quote. Here's what I get from that. Has been conducting. BYU knew about this before yesterday. Yes, they've known. Okay, one, anytime there is a question of a potential violation, BYU will do its due diligence. That's how the school operates. That's how they do business. Take, for example, in 2008 when BYU men's volleyball faced some scrutiny and some allegations. Booster gave money to a couple of players that BYU recruited. BYU ended up uh, forcing Tom Peterson uh, to resign. Self-reported, took away half, half a scholarship. Wait, what did you say? Self-reported? There was, self re- yes. there was self-reporting. BYU has a co- – they have members of their athletic department who are compliance who try and make sure that BYU is within the rules and they will be part of the you know, people that investigate into what happened. They have a compliance staff so that they can avoid situations like this. And we work with these people to make sure we know uh, – you know, I-, I think one time we wanted to give someone like a Kit Kat bar. Oh, who was it? It was Jojon Harry? Yeah. Uh, at, they, the Marriott gave them so – we, so we said, hey, can we give her a Kit Kat bar? We like, had to ask. Like, they, like, it is silly. Everyone knows there are a crazy amount of rules associated with the NCAA. BYU has compliance people. And we can ask them, can we give an athlete a candy bar on our sports Isn't nation that silly? show? It's, Isn't that silly? Yes, it's ridiculous. But that's how we operate. That's what BYU does. We are BYU. Then in 2011, men's volleyball – some improper scholarship distribution under head coach Sean Patrick deemed, Patchel. or sorry, Patchel, deemed improper benefits. So he loses his job. Two players sit out three games. A couple of other guys have to sit out one match. Self-reported. Okay. Yeah, but right, and and there were some there were some uh, you know things that BYU had to deal with with that. And those are those are some of the. I'm trying to think back of of violations that BYU may have committed in the past. Men's volleyball has had two in. The recent history took care of them. BYU is in the clear. The BYU self-reported, worked with the NCAA. You know, took care of the situation. That is the key. Self-report, work with the NCAA. Look, allegations are reported to universities, major programs, all of the time. A la Spencer Hadley. It's the university's job to take that information and then look closely into those allegations. You mentioned the compliance staff. 
for this very reason, to monitor and investigate itself. The NCAA, per history of events like this, is much more lenient with programs that self-report. That's right. That police itself. That's right. Uh, The idea is, okay, if there is something that we're going to tell the NCAA that there is something, and then what we want to do to ourselves uh, about that. Allah, it's sort of like a guilty plea to try and get less from the judge. You want an example? Compare what happened to USC football and Miami football. USC football did not self-police the way that it probably should have. They lost 40 scholarships. We're on probation for four years. Two-year NCAA bowl ban, okay? Then you look at Miami, which arguably had more serious allegations than USC, and they got a slap on the wrist compared to USC because they were compliant they self-reported to the NCAA. And Ohio State's issues of uh, you know, selling uh, bowl swag for tattoos and that, the cover-up's always worse than the crime, right? So you hope that uh, the university itself, at BYU will, will do this, will figure out, okay, what happened, and then work with the NCAA. Here's what makes BYU unique. They're not going to settle on the timeliness of this. Let's look at Brandon Davies. There could not have been a worse time for BYU to suspend one of their prominent players on arguably the greatest basketball team ever assembled at Brigham Young University. Okay, that was a Final Four they could team. Have, they could have, and maybe any other school would have done this. In contention waited, for a number one seed. Waited till after the season to, to do that. BYU did not do that. They said, you know what? We know about this now, and, and we're going to do this. BYU was ranked as high as number three that week, lost to New Mexico. That was one of the worst weeks of my life, man. The university will make careful review of what's going on, and if warranted, they will move forward with the facts at hand. That's what happens. They're not going to wait on what's convenient for whatever team. When they know, they will act. And we don't have a timetable on when this is going to happen either. This is different. Just just based on what's happened with like USC and Miami, I would gander that uh, things they want to figure out things before the season. They're not going to want to wait, right? Because this affects the season. Exactly. That's pure speculation on my point. BYU is different than every other school in that regard that we just discussed. They Look, we know. Now we're going to act. We don't care. We don't care if it affects you now or if it's in the winter. or what. We know we're going to move. I want to make this point, too. Uh, BYU has a squeaky clean perception, right? There are things that go on. I mean, in the past couple years, there are things that have happened that have either been against the honor code or, uh, you know, uh, the law, or whatever. There have been guys that have had issues. And you know who those are if you're a BYU fan. But what BYU is trying to do with it is to make sure that they police themselves to the point where they stay uh, squeaky clean from what the university does. There will be individuals, players and coaches, that do things that are against the rules, whether those are BYU rules or NSA rules or the law. But BYU is going to self-report itself. They want to abide by the rules. They want to play by the rules. Guess what? It's hard to control every single individual. But they're going to try their darndest to do that. BYU is not a perfect institution as it likes to come off and and be. Neither are the individuals associated with it. But BYU is going to do its best. David Nixon, Brian Logan, J.D. Falslev. Aspire for the best. Yeah. Brian Logan will all join us to talk about their specific experiences abiding by the rules when they played football here at BYU. How difficult was it? I imagine it was tough for those Our mission on BYU Sports Nation is to give you the news, not to speculate. We wait until things are official.
This is a national story because BYU has that reputation. Yeah, that's right. The the stat of the day, the zero major violations for a team that's won a national championship in the AP era. Our Twitter question today, what DEFCON level are you at as a fan across BYU Sports Nation? Let's go to the Twitter machine. you got tweets. At Latter-day Media, until we know exactly what sanctions, if any, there will be, I'd keep it at DEFCON 5, not worried yet. Okay, that's one end of the spectrum, which is, ironically enough, DEFCON, that's the blue. It it is the blue. I love that. (laughs) At Jeff J. BYU. As always, I remain at Def Jam levels. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Oh, that's well played, Jeff. Well played. At Jer Thorne. Until BYU officially announces anything about the investigation, I'll try not to stress it. Eat or it or out. Stress eat. What's stress eat? Eat? Don't eat. IT? Sorrows away and ice cream. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) I do need some ice cream right now, man. I could use some. And a vacation. Uh, Up next on BYU Sports Nation, we dive in with the BYU football players, their experience. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. The show airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143, BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast on BYU TV. Oh, by the way, football media day, one month from tomorrow. Look out. It'll be a loaded day. It just got more interesting. Several hours of uh, brand new programming Uh, will be very interesting that day. The who's who of BYU football will be here, uh, as well as a breakdown of the 2014 schedule. Rise up on June 23rd, yes, BYU Football Media Day. Sir. I, I really like the fact that BYU has its own media day. It's fun. It's not uh, coupled with a bunch of other uh, teams that maybe you don't care about. Off, it kind of kicks off all of those media days. It's too. fun, and then you get more out of it as a BYU fan. I left you with this, saying our mission on BYU Sports Nation is to give you the, the news, official news. You know what's even better than that? We can talk to guys that have lived the experience as a BYU football player. And joining us now, former NFL and BYU linebacker, David Nixon, one of our current BYU TV analysts. Uh, David, this has been a really intriguing 24 hours as this news has come out. BYU is unique in that this is the first time they have faced these type of major allegations. Why do you feel like BYU has been able to stay unique that way and avoid previous instances like this? Well, because BYU is BYU, and uh, BYU is very cautious in everything they do. Um, You mentioned earlier how... Uh, they've got compliance people in their office that, that that is their sole job is to ensure that the student athletes are in compliance with the NCAA rules. And um, I remember during my day, uh, in fact, my senior year, I was declared ineligible for a couple weeks. What? Uh, because this is the big, right, right during uh, fall camp, because I'd been involved in uh, like a little magazine thing where I helped out a buddy uh, take some pictures and stuff, and they published this little magazine with me on the cover. And next thing I know, I'm getting called up by compliance, and they were self-reporting it, um, saying that I was endorsing a magazine, which you can't do as an athlete. And so they declared me ineligible for my senior season for a few weeks. They petitioned to the NCAA, the NCAA reviewed it, and uh, cleared me. So, uh, you know, two weeks later, I was good to go. But those were some stressful two weeks. But once again, you know, that's BYU. And this is something they do, honestly, probably, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that monthly they're self-reporting little infractions like this that really aren't that big of a deal. And that's how I kind of look at this current situation. 
Um, I, I don't see it being this doomsday into the world type deal for BYU sports. Um, I, I think this is something that once again, BYU self-reported they they've been going at this for a few months. They've been doing, um, you know, this investigation. They've been reviewing all the facts and uh, I, I'm sure that everything will come out fine. So you're at DEF CON 5. DEF CON 5 being the least. <laughs> I am a DEF CON 5. Okay. I, I am a DEF CON 5. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> David Nixon is on BYU Sports Nation. I want to dig more into your experience as BYU Cougar. You just outlined, you know, you were declared ineligible by the NCAA. Uh, how well informed uh, were you made aware of all the different rules that you had to abide by as a BYU football player? You know, they, they talk about it every year. Whenever fall camp rolls around, the compliance officers come down, and for a few hours they explain what you can and cannot do, and they lay it out there. It's very black and white. Um, and to be honest, you look at the rules, and it's, it's just – I mean, they're pretty simple. Don't accept extra uh, benefits from anyone else outside the program. Where it becomes gray is, okay, did I know this person previous to coming to BYU? Are they family members? Are they extended family? And so when it comes to these meals – um, that oftentimes players get or, or, or they get invited to a, you know, a jazz game and get to sit courtside. Was that a, is that a booster or was that your friend you knew previously to come to BYU? So uh, there is some gray area in that, and, and that's why the BYU compliance guys urge us always, hey, just check with us, let us know what you're doing, um, and we can kind of you know, keep tabs on it. But uh, it's pretty cut and dry, but at the same time there is some gray area because of um, you know, what, what type of relationship is that? Is that a personal relationship that you've had before? Or is it a you know, BYU booster that's giving you extra benefits? And, and so I think that's where sometimes the gray area comes in. But, you know, it, it, it's really tough. You, you, look at, you look at some of these infractions uh, that people are uh, alleging, and, you know, some of it comes down to extra meals and, and, and you know, uh, being able to stay to, over somebody's house for, for a little while, you know, longer than they probably should have, but, um, you know, free room board. But it's, it's, for me, I think it's all pretty minimal um, considering the, the larger scheme where you look at guys getting free cars and uh, all, all sorts of stuff. So I, I don't know. I, once again, I, I'm optimistic this will work out at BYU. When you self-report it, you're always kind of ahead of the curve. Um, so I, I'm, I'm confident that uh, you know, they'll, they'll present the facts in the NCAA and, and things will kind of blow over. David Nixon, BYU TV football analyst, former BYU and NFL linebacker joining us. You mentioned that you were in this conversation with compliance for a few hours I mean, they spent hours talking to you about these rules. What does that say about yeah, the current status of the NCAA and what's what's going on in that rule book? Yeah, it's it's amazing. The rule book is very thick, and I'll be honest, we didn't read the rule book. What basically what compliance would do was go thank through and yeah, thank goodness we didn't have time to read it. But um, they would go through and kind of just outline the the main points of, of what you should and shouldn't do. And um, once again, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty simple. They're outlining. Simple things of you can't take money, you can't take cars, and and I don't think that's what's happened in this situation. I think those are very very minor infractions. But once again, BYU is BYU, and they have to make sure all their eyes are dotted and t's are crossed. So they're going to make sure that if there are if there is anything that's somewhat in that gray area and and somewhat close to that line, they're going to report it. They're going to do a full investigation and make sure they clear themselves because they do you know they do not want to be in the limelight for the wrong reasons. David, you mentioned the gray area a couple of times. What were some of those gray areas that you're you're hinting at? Yeah, I, mean, I kind of alluded to it earlier with the, with the free meals um, with with friends or or you know uh, our extended family. Sometimes boosters. Sometimes people would give you a free meal. You go to a restaurant and uh, next thing you know you're getting your tab picked up for, and you're like, oh, thanks a lot. Or 
stuff like free golf. I mean, uh, it, it uh, sometimes you go to pay for your golf, and you know the pro the the pro golf there uh, golfer says, "Hey, I got I got this for you." Um, so it, there, there's little stuff like that. Uh, honestly, it, it doesn't happen a lot. Um, but when you're in BYU and, and Provo, um, you know, a lot of people recognize the, the, the star football players and they sometimes give them, you know, some preferential treatment and it happens in every college town across America. I mean, all these athletes are, are, are being treated like this, but I think where you start to worry is once again, where you're getting those, you know, maybe cars or, uh, some guys like jewelry, they're getting free jewelry. I mean, I, I think there's a line that can be crossed, but I, I don't see that being the problem here at BYU with this current investigation. I think there were very minor, minor infractions um, that, uh, you know, finally came to light and they decided to put into it. And, uh, and that's where we kind of find ourselves. David, how difficult was it for you when you were playing football at BYU to stay loyal to all of these NCAA regulations? Because I'm thinking about myself. Isn't Someone the says, honor code hard hey, enough? Hey, uh, <laughs> play, play free golf. Like, I'm yeah. thinking, sweet, okay. Yeah. It's an afterthought to me to even think, to even tie that to the NCAA. So a kid that's between the age of 18 and 24, how difficult was that for you? I'll be honest, it's tough. You, you got to remember, I wasn't, I wasn't Max Hall, I wasn't Des Pitt, I, wasn't, I wasn't the uh, offensive guys. I feel like they always got the extra benefits. You played but... in the NFL. <laughs> extra no. benefits or were offered extra benefits? No, I listen. I it, it, it was tough. But once again, you you had to stop and qu- ask yourself, hey, am I am I breaking rules right now or not? And um, oftentimes you had to tell people, no, I, I thanks, but uh, no thanks, and you had to reject some offerings and it gets actually pretty awkward because here here's somebody trying to help right. you out and yeah. you have to tell them no this um, is an ncaa rule and i will abide by it yeah exactly you sound like yeah. a fruit although that's the rule <laughs> <laughs> exactly and especially as a college kid i mean that it's it's super nice to have those extra benefits but um at some point you've got to say no but uh honestly guys i, I think across america uh these infractions these smaller ones are being broken every day and and they really are minimal but um, I think at any other university, this probably wouldn't have been reported, uh, what, what's, been, what's going on right now. Um, but because it's BYU, uh, they, they want to make sure, like I said earlier, they want to make sure that everything's tightened up and okay, that so, there's, there's so, no gray line. So tell me this, David. BYU is currently the only Division One program to win a national championship in the AP era without major allegations. Violations. Violations. Sorry, major violations. In your mind – does this now take BYU out of that conversation? No, I don't think so, I, because nothing's been proven yet. Uh, the, the NCAA hasn't made any ruling. Once again, we're still at that phase where BYU's reporting themselves. So until the NCAA comes back and says, here are your violations, I look at this, once again, like Jeremy just said, our allegations. I look at it as um, something very minimal and something that's uh, not that big of a deal. But, uh, you know, if the NCAA, and, well, I guess when they come back and, and have a ruling, um, then I think that's a whole different conversation to have. But up till now, I, I really do think this is uh, going to pass. I mean, I, 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 I know the parties involved, and, uh, and I, I think that after everything comes out, that uh, it will be looked at as something that, you know, what wasn't as big of a deal as, as the national media is making it to be right now. David Nixon is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, I want to ask you this. Your brother-in-law is Taysom Hill. You mentioned that the offensive guys – uh, get more pub or offers for these kinds of things. How do you? How have you helped Taysom maybe be aware of? Hey, you you need to watch out for these kind of situations to make sure you're compliant. Yeah, and Taysom's a smart kid, and he he's obviously very aware of it. And I think you know the compliance and those guys are even more aware with him uh, as as you know the quarterbacks here at BYU are usually uh, 
in the limelight a little more. But he's a smart kid. He understands what's going on. We've discussed it a few times of, of stuff he's had to reject and turn down because uh, it could potentially get him in trouble. So, um, and he's, I think, you know, after talking to him, he's, he's talking to compliance weekly, making sure that, uh, you know, being invited to certain events, that that's NCAA compliance. So um, I, I don't see there being any issue there. And I think, like I said, most of the guys at BYU are smart. The last thing any athlete wants to do to BYU is put them in a the bad limelight and, and penalize them and, you know, get take scholarships taken away or postseason um, bowl games taken away. So every, every kid's cautious because they know that it will directly affect them if, if they do mess up. Um, and then once again, the coaches, uh, coaching staff are on top of it, compliance on top of it. Um, I think BYU obviously does – they have the system down. They, they've done a great job up till now of being clean and, and making sure that, you know, things are under wraps. Um, but, uh, you know, this is one of those instances where BYU's reported, and we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But, uh, once again, I, I think at the end of the day, this will be something that the NCAA kind of looks at. Much like my instance, they looked at it and kind of laughed at it, um, and they said, yeah, he's, he's fine. He, he's definitely good to play, and uh, everything was fine. So I, I think right now it's a big deal, but I, my guess is here in a month or two, um, things will kind of cool down. Does it not say something about BYU when you look at the kind of reaction this got nationally? that this is such a big deal. I mean, to me, that screams, wow, we're shocked because BYU is the squeaky clean held to kid. a higher standard. They've, they've done things the right way. So, yeah, it's shocking, but is, in a way, is, is that not putting BYU up there and saying, yeah, they've, they're doing it right? They're doing yeah, it right. I agree. I, I agree. It's almost, like a co- it right, yeah. It, yeah, it's almost like a compliment, right, that the national media is making such a big deal out of something that we self-reported. Um, you know, that not that the NCAA came after us, but we something we, we went to the NCAA with. And the fact that they're blowing this up to be what it is, um, I agree. I, I think it's something that, uh, you know, everyone's trying to find that, that chink in the armor. And, 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 and this is one of those instances where, um, you know, people are trying to expose us. But once again, BYU's on top of it. They've been ahead of it, ahead of the curve for the last few months. They've been doing their own investigation. Um, and so, you know, they're, they're on top of it. And once again, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what they find and what they come out with. Uh, but I'm, uh, I'm optimistic that, that all will be well and, and this season and, and going forward won't be affected. David Nixon at DEFCON 5. Hey, great to talk to you, man. We appreciate the insight and the, uh, the look into the program. Yeah, thanks, guys. Our Twitter question today, given the allegations, what DEFCON level have you reached as a fan across BYU Sports Nation? We continue our interviews with former BYU football players next. J.D. Falslove. Is he north of the border? This is BYU Sports Nation. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Bronco Mendenhall from the Green Room Snack Guy. And our DEFCON analyst, Jerem Jordan with the mustache. I don't know anything about DEFCON. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. We're live from Studio B. Follow Woo! the show on Twitter at BYU Sports That's the DEFCON alarm going off. You can follow Level us at Spencer five. underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Hey, log on to BYUTVSports.com today for the latest in BYU sports news with articles, interviews, and highlights, as well as access to millions of games in the film room. Go to BYUTVSports.com today. Allegations of improper benefits within the BYU football program. That is what has been blowing up across social media and across BYU Sports Nation for the past 24 hours. We're talking to former BYU football players about their experiences within the program and what compliance did to help them get through this so that they could stay squeaky clean. With that said, we bring in our next guest, J.D. Falslove, 
who is uh, a guy that's pursuing a professional football career now that he has finished his time in the blue and white. Uh, and, J.D., we'll talk about what you're doing right now in just a moment, but let, let's get to the topic at hand, and that is BYU and the allegations they're facing. Why has BYU been able to avoid situations like this in the past, given the compliance structure set up? You know, BYU is a very different university in the fact that uh, there's a lot more than just football going on. Uh, the school is a very, very unique school because it's owned by the church, because there are other rules that go on, uh, and it's a very, very high-quality education as well. So the program uh, itself has a little bit of a, a, a self-security uh, blanket just in all the other rules that go on uh, that, that help keep everything clean, keep everything by the books, uh, keep everything uh, in check. So it's a very unique university. Uh, I enjoyed my time there. I learned a lot there. Uh, and, and look back on my five years there, and I'm very, very thankful for my time. J.D. Falslev is on BYU Sports Nation. How were you ama- made aware of the different and varied rules and how you could stay in line with those? Uh, the compliance, we had a compliance meeting every single year before this, before we even stepped foot on the field, uh, and, and it's a very tight meeting in the fact that, you know, they, they expect us to be paying attention to make sure they know what the rules are uh, you know, everything like that. So they, they they do a great job of spelling out all the rules. And when you go to Brigham Young University, you know what you're getting into. So you hear kids that uh, are, are can't keep their nose clean or anything like that. You know, you think about, well, you know what, they know what they're getting into. They sign the honor code. The honor code isn't something that's sugar-coated or anything like that. Uh, they lay it out in black and white. So uh, it's very well laid out. They, they make you aware of the rules, uh, and from that point forward, it's, it's up to the players to really withhold to those rules. J.D. Falsel, BYU wide receiver from 2009 to 2013, joining BYU Sports Nation, had 103 career receptions, nine touchdowns scored in his career. J.D., when you were playing here, I can imagine that as a guy between the ages of 18 and 24, uh, you were presented with some opportunities as a high-profile athlete to, to take some benefits. How difficult was it for you to stay within all of the rules? You know, it's if you take it by a long-picture perspective, it's, it's it makes it pretty easy because uh, you know that at some point, if you continue to work and work and perfect your craft, that at some point uh, you'll be able to provide for yourself, provide for your family, uh, something that I've always dreamed of being able to do uh, by by working every single day, by every day taking a step forward and uh, not taking steps back. Uh, and so when you look at it long-term perspective, it's easy to just say, you know, no, thank you. I appreciate the offer, but, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to do this my way. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to earn these things. Uh, and when the time comes, then, uh, then you can reach out to people and get help uh, if you need it. Uh, but it, it makes it easy, you know, to say uh, I'm going to do this my way uh, when you when you have that long-term perspective in mind. JD, are the rules frustrating in in any way uh, to you as an NCAA athlete? Given kind of the climate of hey, some of these rules seem outdated and and uh, want to change. That seems uh, there's a need for a change. It seems that that's kind of the idea that's going on. Not necessarily unionization and paying athletes, but just some of these rules. Can we make it a little easier for these guys to actually manage? You know, you can look at all the rules. You can look at 
whether kids can, should get paid or not, you know, so many different ways. Uh, but when I think of, of, you know, having my education paid for, being able to play the game that I love, being able to uh, get this brotherhood with these guys uh, that I'll never, ever, I, I wouldn't trade for the world. It's something that I cherish. It's something that I hold on to for the rest of my life. Uh, when you look at that uh, and, and how I was able to maybe affect a few kids here or there, um, hopefully, uh, you know, through them watching me play or them meeting me or, you know, reaching out in some service opportunities or things like that, uh, it makes it all worth it. And, and That so, was enough for you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be nice to get a paycheck or it would be nice to do <laughs> this or that, but at the same time, you know what? We're, we're playing this game that is a very unique game, is a, very, is a game that when you give a lot to it, it gives a lot back uh, and, and is a... Is, you know, it's people say it's the greatest team sport uh, in the world, and I 100% agree because one per, one person doesn't do their job, uh, and it affects ten different guys on the field at one time. Uh, instead of oh, someone didn't get their job done, it's okay. You know, it's a team game, and there's so many things that have to go right for a play to go right that that people sometimes don't understand and can't grasp. Uh, that that's that's enough for me to be able to play in front of millions of fans uh, every Saturday for everybody to see us on ESPN for everybody uh, to see us represent such a wonderful university such a cool church and the fact that it changes lives drastically uh, is something that is enough for me it's okay with me and and you know times have changed and and sure you know the rules will continue to to hopefully catch up. And, and I know that everybody's doing everything that they can to, to try to keep everything up to date, but that's a struggle. That's an ongoing process. That's something that, that the NCAA, that all these different organizations will, will help and, and try to come up with. But it's enough for me. Uh, like I said, a paycheck would be nice, but at the same time, you know, I understand my education and the worth of that. I understand my, my time being able to play the game that I love and the worth of that and the, the camaraderie and the brotherhood that I've made with coaches, with players, with players with, at other universities. Uh, and, and, and I cherish those things, and those are enough for me. J.D. Fossil, former BYU wide receiver on BYU Sports Nation. Before we transition to the professional career that you're pursuing, our Twitter question today, J.D., is what DEFCON level have you reached as a fan across BYU Sports Nation, given the allegations? DEFCON 5 being... Normal status, DEFCON 4, a little bit on target, and then DEFCON 1 is like, oh, no, nuclear attack. Nuclear war is imminent is one. So knowing (laughs) what you know and having heard this news, what DEFCON level do you stand at as we look at BYU moving forward? You know, I really can't say. Uh, I don't know. I haven't – I can't – I'm not in a place to to really comment on the investigation because it's ongoing because I haven't been there for a while. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, But – but, you know, I, I really can't put a number on it because, like I said, I don't know much about it. And so for me to be able to put a number on it, I think would be unfair to the university and to all those involved. But um, I, I, I love the university. I love you know, the direction that, that the, the football program is going in. Uh, and, and I cherish my time there. And it's something that I'll hold, I'll hold on to for the rest of my life. You've mentioned paycheck. That'd be nice in college. You're now trying to sure. do that after uh, you know BYU, your agents in contract negotiations with the CFL team. What have you been doing to try and try and go uh, up north and play in the league? 
You know, it's a day-to-day deal. Uh, uh, this, you know, when I think of my job, I go work out and then I, I go study some film and go study some playbooks and this and that, and that's my job right now. Uh, so I have a pretty enjoyable job, a job that a lot of people would love to have. Uh, and like you said, my, my agent is in negotiations with with, a, with some CFL teams and, and trying to work a deal with that. But we're, our plan is to be in a camp next week, uh, wherever that may be. Uh, and I can't wait. I'm excited. My body has never felt uh, as healthy as it is now. Uh, thank you to you know a lot of people's hard work. Uh, and, and a lot of hard work for myself as well. Uh, but it's a day-to-day process. Uh, you know, I had a coach tell me one time, you know, every day you're either getting better or you're getting worse. You're not staying the same. Uh, so each day I'm trying to take, whether it's a baby step or whether it's a leap forward, each day just trying to progress, trying to get that much better, trying to have an edge on, on the competition because it's a very, very – unique business uh and, and it's something that if you're not continuing to work every single day at it uh a lot of people can pass you up very quickly talking to jd Falsel, former byu wide receiver a guy that brought the crowd to their feet at lavelle edwards stadium on more than a few occasions with his special teams fireworks jd how confident are you right now that you will be in a cfl camp next week uh very very confident uh and and like i said it's a day-to-day deal but uh, I feel very confident that I'll have a chance to play somewhere, uh, and I'm very excited. I can't wait to to show whatever program gives me that chance, um, everything I have, and give that program everything I have uh, and represent them in the right way. Uh, and I can't wait to, to play this game. Like I said earlier, it's a game that when you give, give it a lot, it gives you a lot back, and, and I can't wait, uh, you know to think that I might have an impact on some kid or somebody somewhere. Um, I think that's what means the most to me about this game because it's so new, unique. So many people are interested in it, uh, and, and you can have an impact beyond the game very easily. Uh, and, and it goes both ways. You can have an impact in the right right way or the wrong way. And so I hope to continue to be able to, to have that impact in the right way on, on any individual that might be watching have you uh, talked to former Cougars who have played in the CFL at all, uh, like Ben Archibald, John Beck, Max Hall, Ben Cahoon, who's the Jerry Rice of the CFL? <laughs> yeah, I've had, I've, had a, I've had a few conversations with them. They've helped me out a lot. Uh, I've been in close contact with Coach Cahoon. Um, he'll always be a very, very close friend of mine. I'll always call him Coach. Uh, he'll always be a coach to me. He taught me so much in my time at BYU with him uh, that I'll never be able to repay him for he was a, a technician, uh, and when you see him coach, you understand why he is a Hall of Famer in, in the CFL and why he is a great man that he is. Uh, been been in conversations with a few other people up there that have that have helped me along the way to try to prepare myself for whatever might come. Um, but like I said, it's it's next week. We're we're hoping to be up there and, and get these wheels rolling. How familiar are you with uh, Canadian culture and uh, <laughs> the money system and all that fun stuff? I've been trying to familiarize myself quite a bit this last these last few weeks. <laughs> um, just in just in, in thought that I'm, I'm planning on being there, you know. So it's a watched, whole new world. Have you watched you know? uh, Canadian Bacon or Strange Brew by chance? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. Okay. You need to watch Strange Brew, JD. This has to happen. This has to happen. All right. Well, hopefully Netflix has it. But, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not you know, sure. 
it, it's it's going to be a whole new adventure, you know, and that's exciting for me uh, because, you know, I, I I tend to handle some new situations well, I'd like to think, uh, and, and I get excited and motivated uh, because it's something completely different. It's not the same old deal. Uh, I'm, I'm so excited to live in a new country, wherever that is, uh, live the new culture, learn the new culture. Um, that's exciting to me, you know, wherever that is. Uh, and be able to embrace those people and represent those people in the right way at the same time as representing, you know, where I come from, uh, my past, my background uh, as well. So it's exciting. It's exciting times. It can be a little stressful at times, you know, trying to prepare for it. But at the same time, when you have that end goal in mind, it, it, it's pretty exciting. For J.D., sure. great to talk to you. We wish you the best of luck as you pursue a professional football career. When you make things official, we'd love to talk to you again. Would love to. Thank you so much for your time. All right, J.D. Falso, former BYU receiver. Our Twitter question today, given the allegations, what DEFCON level have you reached as a fan across BYU Sports Nation? Send in your responses using the hashtag BYUSN. Up next, we join another former BYU football player, Brian Logan. He talks about his experience living the NCAA regulations. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. BYU Sports Nation is on demand. If you missed the show live, no worries. Videos on BYUtv.org slash DVR. Audio is on BYUsportsNation.com. Our mission on BYU Sports Nation to give you the news, the official news. That today is there are allegations of improper benefits taking place within the BYU football program. Right now, we will not be a part of rumor and speculation because that is not what we do. However, we do have access to former players that have lived the experience, that have gone through the temptation, if you will, of facing these offers and these benefits and what they have to do at that point. Joining us now, Brian Logan, former BYU football player, defensive back extraordinaire, and a BYU TV analyst. Brian, looking at these allegations and thinking about your time as a BYU Cougar, what was it like living with the NCAA rules constantly in the back of your mind? Uh, you know, it was, um, it, it was something that was constant and uh, something that we were very aware of as players. And, you know, I think, I think Coach Mendenhall and, and uh, Compliance, they do a great job with uh, teaching us the rules and, and we go through trainings. And uh, I remember my, my, first, my first year uh, here at BYU, uh, during fall camp, all of the uh, the, the newcomers, so uh, transfers, JC transfers, freshmen especially, uh, even you know return missionaries um, are all in a room, and and you're you're kind of given the the, the details um, the details of the NCAA rules. You know uh, you can't accept this, you can't you know sell your jersey, you can't do all these things, anything that um, is going to you know uh, to, to break the rules here. Um, it's going to get you in trouble. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we go through these trainings, and we probably had about three or four throughout fall camp, um, you know, just constant, constant reminders of, you know, hey, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't do this. And, and they, they, it was pretty cool with, with them in compliance. Uh, we, we were always able to uh, send an email or, or um, you know, you know, give them a call and say, hey, can I go play at this golf tournament or can I go and, and do this or can I eat with uh, this friend here? 
Um, and they would just give you the rules. No, you can't, or yeah, you can if you maybe pay $5 or pay $2, whatever the case was. So, I mean, um, Where's you know, this we golf very course aware. where I can pay $2, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go there today. <laughs> well, you know what? I can, I can make that happen. We'll, we'll talk offline. But, uh, I would no, like to was, receive was, a proper benefit. Yes. <laughs> that, will be, that will be proper. Now, there's, there's certain things um, within the NCAA. So, for an example, if you, if you, you know, let's say you go to a restaurant and um, the, the, the owner says, oh, man, I, I, I love Jeremy. You are amazing. You're an amazing quarterback, the best quarterback I've ever seen. Keep going. Um, this, this, meal, this meal is on me. This meal is on me. Don't worry about it. Sounds um, great. So, <laughs> you know, com- compliance, obviously that's an NCAA violation, and so compliance would just say, no, you know, obviously, um, you know, I, I, I appreciate it, but, uh, you know, I, I, I do need to pay for this being a student athlete. Um, and so, yeah, maybe maybe you don't give it to me for full price, but maybe you give, give it to me at a discount. And, yeah, maybe – and obviously the discount may not be, uh, you know, $1 or 50 cents, something like – something along those lines. I mean, it's something – where there is a proof, there is record, uh, there's a receipt showing that you paid for something um, that wasn't, you know, a, a, a that doesn't come across as a huge benefit or uh, it's not, you know, greatly discounted. You know, obviously you'll get in trouble if you pay for a, you know, brand new Mercedes uh, for a dollar. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Wait, what? So you're telling me that you, you you were made aware of these things in more than one meeting. Like there there were a few meetings. David Nixon told us that Taysom Hill's talking to compliance basically He's on a weekly, weekly basis. basis. So the- yeah, yeah, that's see, that's that's uh, that, that that's Taysom Hill. Um, I'm I'm nobody compared to Taysom Hill. <laughs> uh, so you know, it, it's always a. But a, even you had multiple you know, meetings. Well, I had I had I had a lot of meetings. So. You know, within the team and 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 uh, just how it was scheduled. But I, I do remember guys like Max Hall and, and Dennis Pitta always uh, in certain type of uh, compliance meetings, just because of who they were. Obviously, they're getting more attention. Uh, there's a lot more um, uh, you know interaction, and, and there's you know donors and boosters that are requesting you know uh, their presence at. Um, you know, uh, show trade shows or uh, events or whatever the case is, and so um, when when they send those type of requests to compliance, uh, and, and and they're asking, hey, can I have Taysom Hill or can I have Max Hall show up uh, for this 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 charity event that I'm doing? Uh, you know, compliance will go through the the you know the, the proper process and, and teach you know guys like Taysom, Max, Dennis, uh, et cetera how to go about it the right way so it's not an NCAA violation. So the day you graduate from BYU, are you like, yes, free meals, because then it's okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that, that is exactly what happened. I, uh, when, I, when I graduated, um, I had, uh, you know, a couple of, of, of friends uh, take me and my wife to a, a jazz game and, and they even said it themselves. They were like, "Hey, you know, now that you're done with with the program, you know, we want to we want to take you guys." And I said, "I would gladly accept, gladly." Um, like, and so, I'll have I mean, popcorn and an icy. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and hot dogs. Um, and so, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the boosters and, and the don- scholarship donors, you know, they're they're well aware as well um, of, of of what goes on and and, and NCAA rules and, and violations and whatnot and 
And with that particular example that I that I gave, um, I think that that speaks volume of of the uh, you know of, of my friends that that took me and my wife out to the Jazz game uh, because you know they were we were close um, you know right when I got to BYU and so they literally waited two years um, you know to take us out and, and to give me any uh, you know. Uh, benefit, I guess you would say. There's a loophole. Um, There's a loophole, and yeah. that's the important thing. Hey, Brian, we're looking forward to having you back in studio tomorrow, my friend. Yes, yes, taking over the whole entire show. I don't think we need you, though, there, Spencer. Oh, wow. <laughs> you oh, you don't need wow. me now. Okay. Well, we'll talk you about that up. later. Yeah, you yeah, guys you, figure you, that you, out. You can come. Hey, hey, Brian, thanks for the insight. We appreciate it. No problem. See you guys later. Up next on BYU Hate Sports Hate to cut Nation. him off. we got to go, man. More of your responses. <laughs> What DEFCON level have you reached as a fan across BYU Sports Nation given the allegations? This is BYU Sports Nation broadcast on BYU Radio, simulcast on BYU TV. Hashtag BYUSN. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. BYU Associate Athletic Director Duff Tittle made this official statement yesterday. Quote, BYU is aware of the allegations and has been conducting a thorough review of the matter. End quote. That is the official news we have for you today. It is a wait-and-see game now. We'll let you know as soon as we know more. Tomorrow on the show, Blaine Fowler offering his insight into what it was like to be a BYU football player in the allegation or under the NCAA rules at that time in the 80s. Things have changed in two decades, I can tell you that much. I think so. And Edward Fusi. Remington Trophy watch list. Nice job. Hey, rise and shout today goes to J.D. Falsov. Good luck to him as he pursues a career in the Canadian Football League. A former player, but the current players are counting down to one thing. Countdown to Connecticut. 99 days. Thanks. Under 100. That's right. Thanks for our guests today. David Nixon, J.D. Falsov, Brian Logan, and everyone on our crew. Shout out to Marcus Johnson, too, number 99. Yeah, Woo! 99 days. Episodes Marcus, of the Marcus show on demand. Marcus Johnson, yeah. Marcus at, Johnson. At dem- on demand, BYUSportsStation.com every afternoon. Don't hit the cameras, Jerem. I hit the top. Shout of the, out to Yoslater Kala. BYU Sports Nation back to work tomorrow.